Welcome to the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast, where business owners, thought leaders, and community champions from across Central Illinois come to share their story. The Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast. Anything less would be uncivilized. What's up, Central Illinois? I'm Derek Hayden. I'm here with Garrett Ulmer. We are your hosts for the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast, powered by Zambu. Zambu is a delicious grapefruit or a wild berry vodka-based spirit infused with a Brazilian buzz button. It's smooth, tasty, and leaves you with a signature tingle. Learn more at ZambuLiquors.com. Zambu, taste the tingle. All right, Central Illinois, today's guest is the owner and founder of Mentoring Women Millennials. She's also the author of Rockstar Millennials and the host of the Rockstar Millennials podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Catherine Spitznagel. How are you doing, Catherine? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. That's our We pleasure. appreciate you taking the time to, to come on here with us today. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We are very excited to learn a little bit about your story and, and, uh, Anytime Garrett and I get to talk to a fellow podcaster, we like to nerd out a little bit about podcasts, so we're excited to learn about that too. But before we do, I'm going to kick it to Garrett, and we're going to take you through our grueling speed round. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, so I'm assuming you've studied up. You'd mentioned before that you'd listened to a few of our episodes, so you you have the cheat sheet, so eventually we're going to have to change these up because I feel like our last three or four guests, Derek, have kind of had a jump start of what we're doing here. All right, Catherine, if you're ready, we'll go ahead and jump into it. Ready. The first concert that you ever attended. James Taylor. All right. Nice. Favorite movie. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. Favorite ice cream flavor. Mint chip. Mint, Mint chip. chip. All right. <laughs> iPhone or Android. iPhone. Favorite social media platform. Instagram. Okay. And last but not least, why Central Illinois? Why not? <laughs> there you I go. like it. I yes. like it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So much, there's so much to offer here. Awesome. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yep. Agreed. Great. Well, Catherine, I know before we hit the record button, you kind of gave us a little bit of your background, you know, your, where you're from and, and how you uh, started your business. But for our listeners, it's your turn to take the mic Take us back as far as you'd like. Bring us up to speed with where you're at now and how you got there. Okay. Happy to do it. Thanks Thanks again for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, so my business is Mentoring Women Millennials. And um, so let, let me go back a little bit. My clients tend to be in uh, male-dominated industries. Okay. I retired from Caterpillar, so 22 years in construction. Uh, but I like to say um, I have four brothers, so I was born into a male-dominated industry and grew up that way and went from one male industry uh, to another. Uh-huh. We started out in publishing and worked for a magazine um, publisher and worked in the men's division. Now, I'm going to date oh, wow. myself. Wow. They had a men's division, and that's where I was. <laughs> uh, so I started out in helicopters, um, went to flight school, and had a oh, wow. lie. Um, fixed wing, not helicopters, but planes. Okay. Um, then worked for shooting times, which was hunting and sport shooting. So okay. Shoot, trap, skeet, target. Uh, and then went to fashion, um, which a lot of people think is a, a female industry because you see women on the runway. It's very male dominated. Really? 
Wow. And then went into the corporate world uh, in Purina. So okay. grocery products, a few more women there, but still a corporate environment. And then ended up at Caterpillar. And again, communications throughout. Yeah. What I learned at Purina uh, was mentoring. They had a, just an amazing culture of people lifting other people up. And everyone at Purina mentored. And so that was just part of their nature and their culture. And when I got to Caterpillar, that was very unique. There wasn't a program like that. And there weren't very many women. Okay. Like a handful. Okay. Okay. Well, and the higher I went up, yeah. I was the only woman in the room most of the time. Wow. Sure. And so when um, an announcement came across that Caterpillar was hiring a woman, I would reach out to her. Okay. Say, Do you have a mentor? Would you like one? And for 22 years, they all said yes. Awesome. And so I worked with them uh, throughout my career. And then as I was getting ready to retire and my announcement went out, um, those women all came back together from where wow. we were. Yeah. And said, kind of did a little intervention. And said, we want you to start a business and we will help you. Very cool. Awesome. I know what's going to stop you. It's a website. So I'm going to work with you on the website. <laughs> Another one said, several of them said, you need to write a book. And one said, I'll get testimonials. Another one said, I'll write the foreword. Wow. Another one said, you need to do podcasts and I'll be on it. And another one said, I'll hire you. Oh, wow. Yeah. The genesis of the business. Yeah. Very cool. That is so, very neat. So what year would that have been when you started building that, that, that business? 2019. 2019. Okay. Yeah. That's, so, that's awesome. So January 1st and we started January 2nd. Oh, wow. So no rest. No, no. <laughs> oh, they weren't about that. They were, let's go. They want, they needed sure. you. They needed you. <laughs> awesome. Well, it sounds like you have a very supportive, you know, we hear a lot of people who um, are nervous because they don't know if they're going to have a following or if they don't, they might not have a customer base you know, they're starting from zero if they start their own business. And it sounds like you kind of had, uh, without having a business, already had kind of a follower base of people who wanted your help and had already seen what you could do and felt like you could, you know, further help them in the future. So that sounds like you had a really good base to start with. I did. I was blessed and grateful. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So once you decided to kind of take your role and, and and move on from Caterpillar, then how quick were you able to write the book and then, you know, jump into the podcast? Did you do it all at once or did you kind of take a stair-step program along the way? Uh, Garrett, it was a little bit of a stair-step. Again, I'm going to claim divine intervention here because I wasn't sure where any of this was going, you know. <laughs> uh, I had instant clients and I thought, okay, I know what to do with them in terms of mentoring. Sure. But what I found was... Uh, clients, particularly in the construction industry, uh, okay. in the male industries, and they say mm -hmm. we have women leaders, and we want to recruit more women leaders, and we don't know what to do with them. Say, okay. That I know. So yeah. That's yeah. where we started um, 2019, and then um, 2020, of course, was a pandemic. Mm -hmm. That was hard on a lot of my uh, clients, and so I just, I didn't build in 2020. Oh, wow. Wow. I said, let's do the work because this is no time to stop communicating and stop leading. Mm -hmm. um, and we will see how the year ends. And if you're up and running and things are going well, I'll tell you, if not, we'll catch up next year. 
Sure. And that, um, that seemed to go a long way. Yeah. Awesome. And during 2020, um, again, the, the folks that I had mentored had been encouraging me to write a book. And I said, I, I really don't have time. And then came COVID and the good Lord said, looks like you got time. right." Yeah. Now. No more excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's so, great. That's uh, great. So wrote the book. Um, I, I'm a member of uh, National Association of Women Business Owners, and I was president at the time. And uh, I met another woman who was an editor. And she said, I love your story. Let's, you know, I'd like to work with you, write a book. And it took four months. She's like, awesome. all you got to do is take the stories out of your head and get them on paper. Wow. And we met every other week for four months in the book. That's great. So then as I went on a book tour and talked about the book, I found that, um, well, I, as, I should say, as I was researching the book, I was speaking about the business. And I found when I spoke, I had two audiences. And one faction of an audience would be millennials. Thank God you're helping them. You know, they need help. <laughs> and some... Uh, seasoned leader would sort of go off. And then I also found um, that there would be a young person who would step up and say, do you have a book? And after that happened about six different times in all different venues, again, slow learner, I went, oh, yeah, supposed to write a book. That's <laughs> because I don't have time. And then came COVID. So wow. Sure. Wow. time right now, editor helped me. We did it very quickly. And then as I was out speaking about the book, I had those same audiences saying, uh -huh. well, you found a half a dozen of them, but, you know, then what? And I said, <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah. And that's when we said, we're going to do podcasts. Awesome. Now for three seasons. Great. Wow. That's awesome. Find them. They're everywhere. Yeah. That's great. So, go ahead. No, I was I was going to spend some time on the book. If yeah, if you had the same question, Garrett. Yeah, but I'd also much. like after we talk about the book, I'd like to learn more about, I guess the details of the business as well. But first off, the the book, it took you about four months. Is that right? Four months, right? Yep. And wow. and uh, it's funny because the person who referred you to us, Francie Heinrichsen, yeah. actually did a special on our podcast about how to self publish your own book. Yep. And so it's just kind of a cool, I guess, story there. Um, so it sounds like you had an editor and did have an editor. Mm -hmm. okay. So that editor was able to help you through the publishing process and editing process. Awesome. Yes. Okay. You know, where, to, where to go from here. And, um, yeah, the advice on that, you know, I said, what about the podcast? And she was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go do it. What? Yeah. That's it's great. A lot easier than writing a book. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, Gary and I are still trying to write a book and, you know, we, yeah, we, I don't know that we're able to pull the stories from our head is the problem. So <laughs> you said you're able to get, pull all the stories out. I don't know that sometimes we're able to, I don't want to say we're lack of focus sometimes, but maybe a little bit of a lack of focus. Derek, would you agree? hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Catherine, if someone wants to find the book, where what where can they find it? Is it on Amazon or a bunch of different places? Yes, yes. and that's what it looks like. Uh, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. And there's awesome. also a, a workbook. Uh, these um, worksheets are in the back of the book, but they're, they're small. 
Okay. Okay. After I published this, they said, uh, and I started doing workshops. People were like, can we, can we have something we can write on? So that was the genesis. Um, okay. Uh, but the whole, the premise behind the book is for those two audiences. If you're a season mm-hmm. later and you've got millennials and you don't know what to do with them, here, here's what they're looking for. You've probably got the tools. It's just pulling a couple things forward and being intentional, understanding their purpose. Here's a handful of things. Just, you know, do these things. And here's some tools. Awesome. If you are um, an emerging leader and you've never had a good example, um, here are some stories of a lead. Here are some tools. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're an entrepreneur and you didn't ever intend to lead. You intended to do your business. And now your business has grown and you got people and you're like, I don't, I don't know what to do, people. Uh-huh. And those are some of my clients too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here's a tool. If you've never been a leader, here's how. Here's some steps. Here's some tools. Okay. To help you. Awesome. And the, the tools, I'll tell you, it's kind of a funny story too. Um, when I left Purina, um, you know, all of these nuances were in my head and I had leadership stories. And when I got to Caterpillar, I do some of the things they taught me. And of course, Caterpillar is very engineering, manufacturing. Sure. Yep. And I hadn't been there very long and was in a meeting. And afterward, the engineers were waiting outside the meeting. They said, that thing you just did, can you write that down? (laughs) What do you mean? They said, like those, the words and how you got people to come on board. And so they helped me sort of dissect and okay. write things down. And then they take it and they say, well, what you need here is a diagram. Okay, you guys do that. And we come back. And so through the years, I had 25 tools that I uh-huh. had given them at different times that they sure. had illustrated awesome. or created. And so they came to me when my retirement announcement went out and said, Catherine, go one more thing. Can you do a spreadsheet? Oh. <laughs> Could you do a spreadsheet that says, if you have this issue, you use these tools. I'm okay. guessing it's, it's in the workbook, yeah. Page one. Page one. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is, page one. Here's awesome. the spreadsheet. If you're having this issue, page six. Page six. Awesome. They're happy and they said, now you can go. Perfect. Well, Catherine, if I was in charge of hiring in, in uh, our office here, I think Garrett and I could use your services because <laughs> absolutely, you just need a little bit of uh, a little coaching and some someone that is good at keeping us on task because that's uh, right. Uh, no, anyway, it sounds like it sounds like those tools are beneficial for a lot of people. But you are right now maybe gearing them towards millennials, obviously, the the um, author, or I'm sorry, the title of your book, your podcast, your business includes women millennials. So um, how did you, how do you work with women millennials? How do you find them and how do they find you? And how does that business work? Is it a coaching business, online business? Tell us how some of the, the arms of your the actual business and how you operate those. Okay, absolutely. Um, mine is all referral. All referral. All referral. Okay. okay. So I started obviously with the book of business and certain people that mm-hmm. already knew uh, skills. 
And um, it's just, it's been that word of mouth. Uh, I work really well with dealer organizations because of course that's what Caterpillar was. So I'm very familiar with that. And so okay. I find in the construction industry that there may be multiple locations or they're dealer based organizations like an HVAC. Company, okay. Okay. Or like, um, you know, home remodeling companies that would have dealers. And then that just spreads from dealer to dealer. There was someone okay. that helped us with, you know, mentor our women, um, took this woman from um, a CFO to a GM, helped to take this woman from, okay. you know, a call center to a marketing manager. Awesome. So identify, you know, what are those goals? What is it that, um, one of the workshops I do is becoming the woman of your destiny. And I'll do that next week. I'm in New York next week and I'll do that one. Um, and cool. that's what it's about is how do you become that person? How do you visualize her? What pieces are there? And then what pieces do we want to develop? Very sure. nice. And along so, with mentoring, did you mention that you do recruitment as well? Cause I thought you said, did you say earlier that like construction companies, you knew that they were wanting to add women to their workforce or leadership and that you were able to help find placement for, you know, somebody in, in those type of positions? Not necessarily placement. Uh, it's more developing. Okay. So they say, I've got a woman in this position. I see this potential for her. Okay. She may not see it in herself. She may not have the confidence or these are the, or we got some rough edges. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. You hire okay. Who's an installer? She's gonna have some rough edges. Now, if you want her to yeah grow and be a manager, she absolutely can. Mm -hmm. And here's how we're gonna work through that. Yeah. Awesome. Great. So it sounds like you're not just working with individuals. You're working a lot with organizations as well to Mostly. to yeah to build that leadership, um, to do that coaching, whether it's one on one or to the entire group. Um, and you mentioned that you do some traveling as well. I think you, you just said maybe New York. Um, uh -huh. Awesome. So tell us about some of the workshops and speaking you do outside of Central Illinois. Okay. Uh, some of that is through uh, NAVO, National Association of Women Business Owners. Okay. So okay. Um, now immediate past president of our local chapter, but also uh, the one that I'll be speaking um, in another week is on the national level for cool. okay. women business owners. Um. I also do sometimes companies will bring me in. Uh, there's a chemical company in Chicago that I work with. Um, again, the leader is a former Caterpillar uh -huh. woman. Yeah. Um, and uh, she brings me up there to work with their global leaders. Okay. And so, again, that's another background. You know, grateful to Caterpillar that uh, I had global teams. You understand how to work with people around the world. Awesome. So that was, um, I'm working with that company just on mentoring. Okay. How do you establish that kind of a culture? And here are tools. A lot of people don't mentor because they're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to ask. I don't know what to tell them. Well, here's a format. And then here's some tools along the way. Okay. And I'm often then the mentor for mentors. Awesome. All right. That's great. Well, I've, I've got the uh, mentoringwomenmillennials.com, the website pulled up here. I'm just kind of flipping through some of your, your pages. And I see the, there's a shop button at the top, and it looks like you can order the book directly from your website. You also have the option for um, an ebook mm -hmm. and let's see, audio. and audio. So mm -hmm. yep. there's, no, there's no excuse to not consume the content that is in this book. Yeah. <laughs> 
And the awesome. toolkit, all of that is available. It's also available on Amazon. And the podcasts are through the website as well as iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Cool. Okay. So yep. you've told us a little bit about your story, about your business, your mentoring and things like that. You just mentioned your podcast. Tell us a little bit more about your podcast. You know, it I, sounds like it was just one of those things that, you know, 2020 came around. That's kind of when Derek and I kind of started venturing into doing that type of stuff. So, you know, what, what type of, you know, what do you talk about on your podcast? Who are your guests? Things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So uh, the book released in 2020. Okay. And then in 2021, when I was out promoting the book, um, I feature five millennials in that book, men and women and millennial rock stars. And that's when I started getting the feedback. Well, you found five. That's probably it. <laughs> They're everywhere. Uh -huh. And uh, I'll show you. Yep. And that's where we started with uh, the podcast. Okay. I have a media background from Caterpillar. And so I knew um, folks that, you know, I knew an audio engineer, I knew a producer. I said, okay. And they were right on it. So, so I'm recording Monday. We record about every six weeks. Okay. And okay. Um, yeah. So three years. We just wow. keep finding people. They they come to me. I see them. They're again, they're just everywhere. Yeah. And um, so my questions to them are, you know, relatively simple. I'm looking for people who are living their purpose and making a difference right where they are. And so I send them the questions ahead of time. We do a, a dry run and okay. then Report. What's up, Central Illinois? Derek Hayden here. Garrett and I love sharing all the awesome stories about our Central Illinois business leaders. We want to make sure our Central Illinois businesses are protected so we can continue to share all these great stories. That's why you should consider another great Central Illinois company, Pekin Insurance, for your business insurance needs. That's right. You can get all the commercial insurance coverages that your company needs from an excellent insurance company headquartered right here in Pekin, Illinois. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important to you, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about their commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. You can also contact your favorite podcast host, Garrett, or myself, Derek, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Do you record multiple podcasts? So you said you record about was it every six weeks or so? Mm -hmm. and so yeah monday i'll record four four okay and then i That's... write some as well when i'm out speaking or if a certain topic starts coming up with my clients over and over and over i think hmm, okay uh, self-care was one last okay year. and so i did a three-part workshop on self-care and i did a three-part podcast and um so what i'm working on now that's going to be coming up is uh, forgiveness as part of leadership and that nice. concept and why is that important to learn to forgive and to let it go? Yeah, I can, I can, I feel like that's probably a, a difficult topic for a lot of people. It is. And it is. yeah, yeah. And so again, once a few people, uh, to me, everything is based on need. And once a few people said, Hey, could you, you know, that was so helpful when we talked about that. Could you do a podcast on that? And I'll get that one going. Awesome. Sure. I'm, I'm looking at the, oh, go ahead. No, I was just say I, I'm looking at the, there's a video tab as well mm -hmm. on your, your website. And so do you video record all of your podcasts as well? No, I did. No. Some okay. Beginning that first year I did some uh, video and some audio to see okay. where the pickup was and the pickup was primarily an audio. And cool. That's easier. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Excellent. So do you record all of your podcasts on like, do you have a studio or do you do mainly um, like zoom? Like we're doing right now, like remote recording. I have a studio here. Okay. And I have the audio engineer comes here and brings his board. And um, some people want to come here and, you know, live and that's fine. And then others uh, we do via zoom, but he records it all. And then he does the, you know, pre and post. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. So what, sir? So you have a team that edits the podcast for you. It sounds like same or an uh, individual. Same individual. Okay. Yeah. And I've again known him for many years through media, and uh, he works at a local radio station, audio engineer. And so. Oh wow. He's a great engineer and a great producer. And, yeah. And he did my audio book. Very thing. nice. He here. Wow. And, and recorded it and uh yeah he's wonderful wonderful to cool. work with Mike Single. Now how long did the audio book take to record? That took longer. Uh, did it? Because parts of the book are very emotional. Some of the okay. stories are very emotional and they are uh-huh. they're intended to be they're real life sure. stories. Sure. Um I'm also a breast cancer survivor. Oh wow. Okay. Uh grateful. 15 years and I uh mentor other breast cancer survivors. Okay. Okay. So there's a chapter in the book about that as well. Um, and so Mike and I would say, uh, when we were recording, uh, if we both ended up in tears, it was time to stop. It was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, that's all. Yeah. That's all for today. Wow. That's a wrap. Wow. That's a wrap. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That, yeah, that, I guess you wouldn't think of that. Uh, I mean, obviously you wrote the book, so you intended to have some, some stories that were, you know, pretty deep compared to some other books. You wouldn't think of that, you know, just recording a, a audio book, but that's something that you'd have to take in consideration. I'm sure on, it sounds like multiple of the stories that are in the yeah. book. So, yeah. yeah. There's some very um, heartwarming stories from Purina. Um, just amazing leaders. And uh, I was, 30 when I went to Purina. And so I thought, well, this must be how corporations are. This is the culture everywhere. And this sure. must be how all leaders right. are. Yeah, not so much. Wow. And so by the time I retired, I kept thinking I'll run across more and more leaders like that. And I had some great leaders at Caterpillar, um, but none to the caliber of what I had at Purina. And so it's like, yeah, no, these stories need to be told because this yeah. is a very different style of leadership. And what I see with the millennial generation is um, they're very engaged by mm-hmm. that kind of sure. really getting to know you. Yeah. Yeah. The story, I feel like the story is very important to, I won't say younger people, but millennials, that mm-hmm. understanding where other people have come from and yep. knowing that other people have experienced what you're going through. And I, I do feel like that's an important port, part of culture today is connecting, whether it's personally or through yep. a book or podcast or audio, being able to connect and use someone else's experience to your advantage to learn and grow as a person. So that's, absolutely. I feel like you've taken advantage of that really well. Yeah. So absolutely. one that I'll share with you, uh, I was only at Purina a little over three years. And so when I, people read the book and they're like, that all happened in that time. I said, yeah, again, amazing uh, leadership. Um, But it was life-changing. That was the kind of company that when you went to work for them, your life changed. 
they changed you as a person, they changed wow. you as a leader. And um, so when I announced to my boss that I was leaving, uh, my husband had been transferred to Peoria. Okay, we're leaving St. Louis. Uh -huh. And he said, how long will it take you to sell the house? Well, a couple months, probably. And we've got two little kids. So I'm I'm here with mm -hmm. my little boys until we sell. He said, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody you're leaving. When the house is sold and you're ready to go, we'll announce. But until then, can't. And he started rapid fire calling people in. Oh, wow. Giving them assignments. Linda, I need you to do this, do this, do this. I need Catherine in a merger and acquisition. I need you to bring Catherine into a higher level um, legal suit. I need you to come in and take her and just rapid fire. Uh -huh. And after he'd given about 10 different people assignments, I said, Neil, Neil Lewis, if you read my book, you're going to know him first. Uh -huh. And Neil did. Maybe I wasn't clear. I'm leaving. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh -huh. No. You are going to be a director of a Fortune 50 company. And I thought I would have the rest of your career to train you up. And now I only have months. So we have a lot of work to do. Wow. And that's what he did for the next few months was take me to meetings with other vice presidents to uh, walk me through a merger and acquisition to mm -hmm. make sure I understood higher level accounting, to understand some of the bigger corporate legal issues uh -huh. um, investor relations all of these things that, so when i got to be a director at caterpillar i was like uh -huh. know all those things and how did he know how did he see that in me sure and why did he take that time when he knew i was leaving yeah right, right. and so when i did finally leave got another job um i said you how do i ever repay this company that has given so much to me. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, you repay Purina every time you take what you've learned and help someone else. Wow. wow. So why do I teach? Why do I write? Why do I speak? Why do I mentor? That's, That's pretty deep because I don't think that you're going to get that from most employers or businesses. I yeah. hate to say that, but not everybody's going to, you know, like you mentioned at the time that you decided that you were leaving and they knew that, I feel like it typically can kind of go the other way. Sometimes they're going to definitely, I don't want to say put you in a dark hole, but they're going to kind of keep you out of a lot of the other daily operations. And you were able to learn a, you know, a lot of high level things and congratulations to you because I can't, how do you soak all that up in a short period of time? Obviously, you know, and what a different um, accountability for yourself and for other people. When I, when I know this and all these people that are working with me don't know I'm leaving. Yeah, so they're all investing it. Right, sure. And so that is that typifies, I think, the culture uh -huh. and the leadership. And you're right, Garrett. I don't know that I've seen that since, but yeah. I saw it then. And I want yeah. people to know it exists. And I want I want people to read that and say that's the leader I want to be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think a lot of business owners, business leaders could take a lesson from that because it's, and it's kind of going back to, I think we were talking about before forgiveness in the leadership role. Um, like Garrett said, a lot of business leaders would have said, all right, go sit in your office. Yeah. Yep. But having the ability to say, okay, 
I, I owe it to this person or I owe it to this company to do everything I can to set everything up for success in the future. And so that's, that's awesome. That speaks a lot about you and Purina. So absolutely awesome. Well, great. You often said at best mentors are mirrors. We don't mm-hmm. create anything that isn't already there. But yeah. Is to see it and then help them see it. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's my mission. There you, that's great. Excellent. Well, Catherine, believe it or not, we are actually at the 30 minute mark. And before we jump off of here, Catherine, um, a few things, I guess, first off, um, before we sign off, I want to say anybody that's listening, the first person that reaches out to Garrett or I, either through LinkedIn or Facebook message, uh, Garrett and I will purchase and eat and mail you um, Catherine's book, uh, yep. Rockstar Millennials. So it's the one, one person. Okay. So you better race to the the message system and we'll send that to you. Oh, thank you so absolutely. Generous. Yes. Generous. Thank you. Well, it's our pleasure. It's you have a lot to share and it's hard to share it in 30 minutes. So someone's going to get the opportunity to learn it all through your book. So no. um, the other things we mentioned that book is available on mentoring women, millennials.com. And is there anywhere else it is available? Is it available on Amazon? Okay. Awesome. So you can find it on Amazon or direct on mentoringwomenmillennials.com. And you can also find the the paperback, ebook, and the audio book available there as well. So um, anything, Catherine, before we jump off of here, that you want to leave our listeners with any ideas, um, something to take home that they can, you know, use it to their advantage or any tips or tricks or even just a shout out to anybody or you don't have to say anything and we'll just, we'll, we'll sit into the sunset and, and uh, be good. So up to you, Catherine. I would just say uh, to, to my millennials, my millennial peeps, I have such a heart for this generation. Uh, I think they get a bad rap. And so um, my, my mission in retirement is uh, to help them, to give them a platform to showcase this creative, entrepreneurial, high energy, positive generation, um, and to be your biggest cheerleader. Excellent. Great. Um, where can, if anybody, any listeners or followers would like to reach out or follow you, um, on your podcast or otherwise, where can they find you? Rockstarmillennials.com. Rockstarmillennials.com. And if they want to be on the podcast, they can, uh, you know, send me a note there. They can contact me. And, uh, yeah, love to have them on. Perfect. Three, we're going. There we go. All yep. right. <laughs> yep. You can get in on the recording and, uh, yeah, I'm Garrett and I are going to check out the podcast to see, yep. see what Absolutely. it's all about there. So awesome. Well, for all you listeners out there, make sure you're subscribing to the CIBL podcast on your favorite podcast platform. While you're there, please leave us a quick review. It'd be greatly appreciated. You can also find us on social media, mainly LinkedIn and Facebook and connect with Garrett and I there personally as well. Until next time, Catherine, you've officially been civilized. Absolutely. Thanks, Catherine. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash C-I-B-L podcast. You can also follow us on LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. It's the civilized thing to do.